Welcome to the Ace Trainer Saga, take two, because, um, yeah, dumbass me, I literally just recorded for 14 minutes and nine seconds of complete silence. So, yeah, there's your, I'll, I'll upload that, and that, that can be the bonus, the bonus season for Rockhound Radio, the Ace Trainer Saga of silence, because I didn't turn my mic on. So, yeah, you can only imagine, I was like, well... I guess I get to scrap it and redo it. So here I am. This is a take two of the Ace Trainer Saga by Rockhound Radio, a bonus season, baby. Because that's what we're doing now. We're just, I'm just, I don't know. I'd have nothing better to do than make a bunch of content about video games that I love. And hopefully that you'll learn to love. So this challenge I am playing, well, this challenge run, I'm playing Pokemon Alpha Sapphire for the Nintendo 3DS. And I'm just... I just keep playing Nintendo systems from the Switch to the DS, you know, Game Boy Advance, the whole nine yards. I love them. I just can't help myself. Probably my all-time favorite console is, I would have to say Nintendo. Not console, but, you know, Empire from Xbox, PlayStation. I, Nintendo just, I don't know. They're they're up there for me. So, this is a game. If you don't know what Pokemon is, look it up, check it out. Hell, even try it. Maybe you played Pokemon Go. It's not necessarily the same as what, uh, like the core games, as one would call them, and like the consoles, the 3DS to the DS to the Game Boy Advance, Game Boy Color, the, the all of them from like 90, 99, 98 to current from you know Game Boy, like the original Game Boy to the Nintendo Switch, which I am excited to play Generation Nine because there is. A whole brand new load of new Pokemon, a whole brand new region, and it's getting, it's just going to be amazing. I've only seen screenshots. I haven't looked anything up because I don't want to spoil it for myself. And I want to truly like have a game, have a Pokemon game that I can record for that I don't know the outcome or the ending. So looking forward to that. Anyway, Pokemon, you start this game out. And well, before we get started with that, I'll just general explanation real quick. So you get six Pokemon on your team. You can level them up via battling other trainers or battling random wild encounters. You also get experience in the newer games for catching them, which you kind of always should have because it does take sometimes quite a bit of effort to catch some Pokemon. But uh, yeah, you run around the region and you always you normally play as a kid. Run around the region gathering all of the eight gym badges from eight separate towns. And there's a whole lot of fun in different villages and towns in between. Some villages, or not villages, geez, cities and some towns. And, you know, you travel over this world, collect eight gym badges, and before you know it, you're in the Elite Four. And then you become the Pokemon League champion. And you you rule the region. You own everything. You just roll around with your high-level Pokemon. You crush anybody that steps in front of you. You know, you've defeated everybody. You've done... You, you've done it all. You've caught them all, hopefully, and yeah, you just do your damn thing. So, to start off the game, you're riding in the back of a moving truck, playing, like, it starts out with what looks like the original Ruby and Sapphire from the Game Boy Advance, and it, like, shows that beginning stage where you're talking to the professor, which is Professor Birch, and if you didn't know this, all the Pokemon game professors are named after different types of trees. Uh, there you've got Oak, Juniper, Birch, and the list goes on and on. Those are just the first first three that popped up in my head. But I uh, know it like show, showcases that like original Game Boy Advance. It's like a little callback to, you know, its origins, which is super cool for 
fans that like, you know, like me that have played it originally, you know, as a child and, you know, probably had a, I don't even know. I just remember playing this game when it came out and just absolutely loving it. But then, like I said, you're, while all that's going on, Pokemonception's happening and you're in the back of a moving van. So you get to your new house, your mom tells you to go, you know, go set your clock. So you run upstairs, you're like, God, mom, okay. You run upstairs, set your clock, and you get told to go greet the neighbor. You go introduce yourself to the neighbor, you run over there, introduce yourself, and it happens to be May if you chose whether you're a boy or a girl at the start of the game, or it can be Brendan if you chose a girl at the start of the game. So and that, though, that person basically becomes your rival. So every Pokemon game, you have a rival, and they fight you to the bitter end. Most Sometimes the rivals will end up in the Elite Four and the Pokemon Champions, or you know maybe I think in some of the games, or at least in one of them, um, your rival eventually like becomes a gym leader, I think in the sequel, or I don't know. There's only one Pokemon game that has a sequel. But anyway, your rival, you fight them to the end, and uh, yeah, they always have a type advantage over your starter. So you come out of that house, and eventually you make your way up. I mean, it's just a small little just a small little place, a couple houses, a Pokemon lab. You make your way up, and you can see the professor getting attacked by a little, like a little cute dog, a little black dog chasing around in a circle. And you have a briefcase in front of you. He's like, oh my god, quick, quick, grab a Pokemon, help me, save me. And you get to pick your starter. So you have three options in front of you. And it's always like this in every Pokemon game. You either get a fire, a water, or a grass. And the choices you have in front of you are Mudkip, my favorite, Trico, and, oh god. Oh, it just left me. Anyway, we'll talk about the first two. Uh, Torchic. I can't believe I just forgot that. They're like, oh my god, dude, you're a Pokemon fan for 25 years. You can't even remember. I'm sorry. It was like right there on the tip of my tongue and I lost it. Don't judge me. Anyway, Torchic. Sorry. We'll start out with that since I kind of like forgot about it for, I don't know. I felt like I slipped into another dimension of reality. Anyway, Torchic. Pretty good Pokemon. Good. It's a good, fast, physical sweeper. So in all Pokemon games, they're based off of stats like you know, this is technically a role-playing game or an RPG. All your stuff, attacks, are all based off of stats. And your stats are as following health, attack, which your attack is anything that's physical. You have a special attack, which is anything like, you know, say you were to shoot water, shoot fire, anything that's like, you know, more or less elemental or things of that nature, I guess, and per and persona in an attack, I guess. You have defense, which is your defense against physical, and you have your special defense, which is your defense against special th- things, and you have your speed. So Torchic is ideal if you want like somebody that's super fast and can get in quick and hit them hard. And it's just, I mean, overall it's pretty good. They all have their, you know, they all have their weaknesses. They all have their, you know, what they're good against. You know, me personally, I guess the Sprite and the original Ruby and Sapphire, I always thought was super cool. Once it got like animated, um, it just, I don't know, it kind of killed it for me. And usually that happens like, you know, the opposite of that happens. You know, something gets animated in a new game and it just looks awesome. Blaziken to me, I just, I don't know. I thought it was cool back then. I definitely don't think it's too cool now. And I mean, solid choice though. If you want a good choice, it makes the first gym a little hard. But other than that, it, you can get through it pretty easily. So our other option is Trico. And this is a starter that I chose, but I only chose it. Well, I kind of chose it on accident, not thinking, because whatever Pokemon you pick, your rival has 
type advantage over you. So like type advantage is pretty, pretty simple when you break it down and think about it. So every Pokemon has a type and some of those types, for example, are, you know, grass, water, and fire. So naturally in your mind, you know, water puts out fire, fire catches on grass and grass is good against water, whatever the metaphor for that is. But, you know, there's a whole chain of type advantages and disadvantages that span throughout the game with several different types you know, ice, dragon, fairy, psychic, flying, normal. There's there's a bunch of different typings that make, you know, make building a team really fun. Maybe you want to do a challenge where you run all fire types or all steel types or wh- whatever it is you want to do. But like I said, we'll get back to Trico. It's pretty good. It's got, I mean, for a grass type, it's really good. It's mega evolution is awesome, which we'll talk about mega evolutions when we get to that. But uh, no, it, it's a solid pick. I always like Trico. I don't think it was ever really underrated. It's actually, I don't know, I always thought Sceptile, its last evolution was really good. And it is also pretty damn fast. But uh, that leaves us with our last and my favorite, Mudkip. Mudkip is just a, just an awesome Pokemon. When it fully evolves, it's like an unstoppable water wall of power and badassery. Because, you know, I, I've always been... Like, I, I've always chose water types of my starters for a long time. I always thought water types were, you know, I would call them, like, some of my favorite starters, Blastoise, Swampert, um, Frogadier, and there's just, I, like I said, there's so many that I love, and all of the all of the gen starting, yeah, all of the starting games, I would usually go for water, um, even for Alligator. I can't believe I didn't mention that one. Sheesh, don't grow me, please. But uh, no, Mudkip's awesome. It eventually becomes a water ground, and that is a deadly combo because there's only a few weaknesses to that. And, you know, you can pretty much just buffalo your way through the entire game with a badass frogman slash hybrid monster thing. I don't know really how to explain a Swampert. He looks like a, I don't know, he's like a frog, I guess. But anyway, he's pretty cool. Make your option. Like I said, I didn't, I'm not using any of these three. But I took Trico for, you know, for the sake of it. And after you do that, you say the professor. The professor asks if you want to give your Pokemon a nickname. And if you are, if you're even the least bit thinking you're going to be an ace trainer one day, you better nickname this Pokemon. That's a big deal. That's a huge deal. And if you're even playing a challenge run, that's an even bigger deal. So I do have a theme for my Pokemon team. And my wife gave me an option between two things. I forgot what the other one was, but I'd already made my decision, so it's not like I instantly forgot. But uh, we both tried to remember last night what it was, what the options were. Neither of us could remember. So I, because I wanted to like throw both of them out there just to be like, oh, you know, I had these options, but I can't remember. But I did end up choosing of the two to name all my Pokemon in this challenge run after team, or yeah, after team, after people in the show, Rocket Power. It is a old Nickelodeon cartoon, which a bunch of kids just ran around and being a muck. And I don't know, it's like your typical early 2000s cartoon from like the good Nickelodeon back in the day. So, you know, some of you remember this, some of you not. The show's pretty cool. I remember watching it all the time. I haven't seen it in a very long time, nor have I really thought about it. But uh, yeah, she said that and I was like, oh, hell yeah, I'm totally, totally going to do that. So I didn't name my Trico anything from Rocket Power because, like I said, Trico's not going to be on the team. You know, Professor Birch tells you a bunch of other stuff like, oh, I want you to help me complete this Pokedex and 
gather all this knowledge and basically I need you to go do this job for me because I don't feel like doing it. You know, typical video game stuff. All these people expect you to do shit for free, but he did just give you a pretty cool Pokemon. He encourages you to go battle his daughter. You go find May. You know, you just make your way up the route and it's pretty self-explanatory. It's pretty laid out. You know, you go up through, you get to the next town and it's like Odale town and yeah, Odale, Old Oldale, I, I can't remember. I didn't write it down. I'm sorry. But no, you get there. There's a guy that interrupts you, gives you like 10 potions, you know, explains what the, there's a Pokemon Center and a Pokemon Mart. And you'll find these in every game in every town or city you're in. You know, the Pokemon Center is where you heal up your Pokemon after a well-earned battle. If your Pokemon faint during battle and you only have one, you know, say you only have one Pokemon and it faints, you will be teleported back to the last place you healed whether it's like you because because your mom will heal your Pokemon for you or the Pokemon Center, it'll always take you back there. That's pretty much like a checkpoint, you know, but you don't want that to happen. We're not going to let anybody faint or die in this play, this playthrough, because if that happens, oh, sheesh, it's going to be bad because I'm going to have to release them because I'm playing a challenge run where I'm only using, I think like the, if it was like 18 Pokemon, you guys already seen the list. Yeah, that's who um that's who I got for this game. My wife also picked out all of those, so she did pick me out some good ones. And you know, I, I think I want to have a really good team in the end. But I, you know, similar challenge runs like this, like the Nuzlocke or the Spouse Lock, Wedlock, um, Hardcore Nuzlocke, any of those, they all feature. You know, if you lose a Pokemon, you box it or release it. Now, if this is your first time playing, I would definitely. You know, maybe you want to just live life on the edge and you want to go in there and just be like, hell yeah, I don't even play Pokemon, but I'm going to be the very best like no one ever was. But uh, no, maybe you, you know, maybe you want to try it. Hell yeah, try it. But I would encourage if you've never played a Pokemon game before, I would maybe play through it once and then make your decision on uh, playing to, you know, living life on the edge of that. You know, oh my God, if I lose this Pokemon, I got to release it. And I've spent hours leveling it up. But I know I got my list. I chose Trico. I went and battled May through the, like I said, you go to the town. He pretty much gives you an intro, tells you everything you need to know about, you know, what you need to know right now, I guess. And you don't have much money. You can go to the store. You can buy like basic stuff to heal you. Um, there's a whole bunch of status moves that affect your Pokemon while you're battling or in battle outside, not really outside of battle now. It used to be, but uh, basically you can get poisoned paralysis you can get frozen you can get burnt there's a whole list of effects that happen you can buy all heals to that whether you know you need to you know you need to fix your poison or your paralysis in battle any of that stuff the farther you go in the game the more stuff you can buy to you know better when you're battling you can buy stuff to bring your pokemon back to life with revive there's a whole list of, I mean, the stuff in this game that you can buy, it gets pretty, it gets pretty big. Like the first time you get into the town that we're going to, to get our first gym badge. So yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's take a little break. And then when we get back from break, we'll talk about the rest of our adventure all the way up to getting that gym badge. All right. Now that we're back from break, we are right back in the saga of the ace trainer Rocco, baby. Oh, yeah. We're going to crush all eight gym badges and we're going to have one hell of a time doing it. All right. Now that you started off in Little Root Town, you got your starter Pokemon. I hope you nicknamed it. And, you know, I hope you nicknamed it. If you didn't, you're a monster. All right. You made your way up Route 101. You went to Old Town. 
you got your introduction, you figured out, you know, how to heal your Pokemon, how to buy stuff. You went to Route 103, which is, which I think it's the one, it's whatever's directly north of the Old Dale Town. It's like, you can't go left, you can't go, you can't go west yet. Yeah, I still, if I'm on the fly and I got to think of what direction to go, I still, this is a super easy way if you don't know how to remember northeast, yeah, northeast, south, and west. All you got to think of is back to grade school. Never eat sour watermelons. That's how you remember the four, yeah, the four directions. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I still I still have to think about that sometimes. Anyway, you go north of Old Dale Town to go fight your rival May. You go up there. She's got a level five or whatever. has got type advantage over your starter. You crush her in battle. And then you go back to the professor's lab. You get your Pokedex and you start off on your own journey. So you go back up to Old Ale Town. You make your way to the west and make your way towards Petalburg City. You hit Route 103. That's probably Route 103. And you go through. There's some trainers. You fight through some trainers. You pretty much get a good taste of what it's like to, you know, take money from little kids and you crush their Pokemon to dust. You make your way to Petalburg City. Once you get there, you, uh, it, it's pretty cool. It's like a little bit bigger town than what you've already been in there. You see a gym. Yeah. You see a gym. I forgot. I thought for a second, I was about to call it. You see a gym badge. No, you don't see a gym badge. You see a gym and you see some people standing out in front of it. Turns out this is your dad's gym. He talks to you for a minute. He's like, Oh, you know, this isn't the first gym. You got to come challenge me when you're stronger kid. And then you get introduced to one of probably the most hated on NPCs in all the Pokemon games, Wally. Wally is he's just like a little nerd, dude. Nobody really, I don't know. I got some more respect for him this game than I did in other games, which I don't know. He, he kind of has like a better team. And he kind of is also your rival. He's just kind of like the suckier rival, I guess. But uh, no, you get introduced to Wally. He's like, well, I want to catch a Pokemon too. And he like cries. And your dad, of all people, your your freaking own dad, gives him one of his Pokemon. You go out. You got to like go on this little like sidebar quest with him where he's like, oh, you know, you got to go with me to catch this Pokemon. And he catches a uh, Ralts. And Ralts is a very good psychic type Pokemon. If you... If you run into one of these, catch it. It is a super good Pokemon to have with you early in the game. Psychic has psychic type Pokemon are known as like power tycoons, right? They're monsters in the like online gaming and you know even just playing the campaign or not really the campaign. The story of getting all eight gym badges, whatever you want to call it. Psychic type Pokemon are awesome, and you know they're right up there in some of my favorite types. My favorite type probably still has to be Dragon. But I would say like some of my, so let's say my top three types just right off the top of my head are Dragon, Psychic, and Water. I just, I think that that combination is lethal. You can cover a lot of different type advantages with that. So back to, uh, back to the nerd. Yeah, you help Wally. He gets a fucking super cool rare Pokemon because your dad's a sucker. And you move on with your life because you don't need that negative energy. You move on to Route 104. You see like a little beach area. You see a little house with a little dock and you run into like the first, like you run into several different NPCs that you battle and they all have like different, you know, they all have, they're all different, I guess. You know, some of them are kids, preschoolers, you got ace trainers, you got rich kids and you run into like your first, it's like rich boy Winston. And these like, 
they give you a lot of money first off, but they're like, you know, oh, I'm better than you. And then they throw like a zigzagoon and you're like, ah, nerd. And then you crush them and take all their money and you move on. But yeah, there's a, a few battles here. And, you know, the whole time you're doing this, do catch all those Pokemon. You got to catch them all, right? Take the time, level your Pokemon up, catch as many Pokemon as you want because, you know, you can never have too many. Me personally, I uh, this is how it went for me. Like I, I'm reading basically the walkthrough right now of you know the start of getting the first gym badge but how it went for me was i snuck through the first route that you go west of from oldale town i tried not to battle any trainers i went through the little nerd scene with wally i got all the i got around all the trainers on your way to the Petalburg woods which is if you would have kept heading north from like the beach area you go into this little woods and it's basically like a this generation's callback to the first generation game of Viridian Forest. So most of these games have like a little forest area and usually in the beginning of the game. And it's always just cool. They Like all the different versions are pretty cool. But I know I went in there real quick and I started going after the first Pokemon available on my list, Shroomish. Basically, I subbed out Grovile. Well, not Grovile. That's uh, Trico, what Trico evolves into. But I swapped out my Trico with a Shroomish that was like level five. So I went back, took my Shroomish, which is I caught like five of them after spending like 20 minutes because I figured, you know what? I try to catch one with a good stat or uh, which if you didn't know this, check into it. The best thing you can do if you are never played a Pokemon game is just get on like Bulbapedia or Cerebee and just Google like the game you're playing and just look at basic information. You know, you'll learn all this stuff, cool stuff about Pokemon having natures and their different natures affect their different stats. You can get like a plus and a, you get basically a plus and a minus on one stat. And some of those are neutral, which they don't have any effects on, you know, ultimately having a neutral, neutral nature is good, but having, you know, say you have a Pokemon that's got really good attack, but it already doesn't have, you know, good special attack. You get a certain nature, which is adamant, and it like basically boosts something that's really good for that Pokemon and decreases something that you know you won't use. So yeah, check that out. Check out the different stats. But uh, yeah, I made my way into the forest real quick. I grabbed a Shroomish. I backed out of the forest as quickly as possible and started grinding out my starter, basically. Um, in this time, I also caught a Zigzagoon. So basically, if that Pokemon's not on the list that I published to Facebook on Rockhound Radio, go check it out. Oh, yeah. Give me a little follow. Give me a little like. You know, give me a little shout out. And I'll talk about your shout out with my shout out. But no, uh, I posted a list of Pokemon that I'm available to use for me. And Zigzagoon is not on that list, but it's evolved form Lanoon. It looks like a little ferret type badger thing that's like brown and light brown. I always kind of hated on them when I was younger, but like, what I didn't realize is they have a really cool ability because every Pokemon has its own ability too. So, well, at least in the newer games. So Zigzagoon is really important for any, any trainer to catch because it's got a really cool ability called pickup. And as you're running through the overworld and, you know, going on your little adventures, running around and you can pick up stuff while well, he picks it up. He's like a little scavenger. He'll like pick up Pokeballs, potions, you know, he'll pick up heels, all kinds of stuff. So definitely give that, check that out. Make sure you, uh, if you never played Pokemon or maybe you're a little rusty, 
when you when you capture that Pokemon, you'll get the option to give it a nickname. And you better nickname it because it means a lot to you. And it'll be your battle buddy forever. Nickname it. Check out its stats. Check out its ability so you kind of know how you can use it. And, you know, go about your business. But, yeah, I picked up a Zigzagoon. I also picked up a Surskit, which is like the little... Well, it's actually not on the list either. It's evolved form as Masquerain, and that's on the list. It looks like a almost like a big, wide-eyed, dragonfly, butterfly-looking thing. I don't know. It's really cool. It's actually a pretty good glass cannon, although it's not super strong. It has a lot of good moves that will eventually buff your stats and do really well, so I'm pretty excited. So <laughs> with that being said, I have three Pokemon on my team. One of which is the only one I can actually use in gym battles being Shroomish. So I grinded out. I got some levels. I got out of that freaking forest finally, or the woods, Petalburg Woods. I eventually went back. I grinded out through those trainers, which when you get about halfway through, you run into this guy that is getting harassed by, depending on what Pokemon game you're playing, um, depends on this, in this generation, who like the bad guy is. So in Pokemon Sapphire, the bad guys are, yeah, who's a bad guy? I forget. It's like mixed, and I've been playing this game. I'm just getting it so twisted right now. I don't know why. Anyways, you run into like, quote, unquote, it's like Team Rocket was in the first game or whoever. This In this instance, you are fighting against Team Aqua and Team Magma, depending on what Pokemon you're playing. Like I said, I'm playing Sapphire. So you run into this little goon, you fight him, and, you know, if you're like me, you have a little Pokemon with a bug type that's bug type that uh, is super effective on dark type, which I really don't get the correlation on why that's super effective on dark. I guess bugs thrive in the dark. I don't know. I guess that's the because there's a whole like loop with every type advantage, disadvantage, like fire is good against ice and ice is good against grass, which I guess that makes sense. And then you got like ice is good against dragon and fighting is good against steel. But flying is good against fighting. I don't know. It gets really confusing. And I suggest if you, like I said, if you don't know, look it up. It's not hard. And you'll be thanking yourself. Or maybe you want to go in holding the grenade to your chest and saying, you know what? The hell with it, dude. Just throw, throw, throw it at me, however, whatever. And I'll rise from the ashes and I'll kick your asses. But no, uh, I started leveling my Pokemon up. I made it out of the Petalburg Woods. There's another little route. There's a pretty important place to stop at right when you come out of the woods. It's like a little, it's like the berry house. You go in there and there's some NPCs in there. I think there, some girl will give you a, like a Whelmer pail or something. And you use that to water your berries. And because in this game, there's a really cool mechanic, like in several before and after you go through, you pick these berries, you can replant them, you water them. And if you water them, you get I mean, you go, you basically pick up like two or three normally. And if you replant a berry and you water it, you can go back and pick up eight berries. And basically you start a little mini berry farm. Berries have all these, all these different, they're basically free heals. If you just put a little bit of time in, some of them will do really cool stuff to heal you, to fix all your status problems. Some of them are used to better your stats in contest, which we'll eventually talk about contest. We're just not there yet. But yeah, there's all sorts of cool stuff you can do there. They actually give you some berries. You uh, go across this little bridge, and you're in like your first big city. You're in Rust, yeah, Rustboro City, home of the first gym badge. 
Roxanne. She is the gym leader specializing in rock-type Pokemon. So you make your way into this town or this city. I, I will correct myself. Go into this city. And, you know, I would encourage you, if you've never played any Pokemon game, or even if you have played, go into every building and talk to everybody because you will get a lot of free stuff. And some of that stuff's important. You get your first hidden move here, cut. So make sure you explore the city, talk to some people, get your stuff. And uh, when you feel like you're ready, you march, you march into that gym and you walk right up to Roxanne, which I will say like a podcast that I'm listening to is also playing this generation. They're also doing something similar to this, um, which I mean, I'm, I swear I'm not copying you. I, I've had this idea for so long and I've just wanted to do it forever. I'm sorry. It just happens to be, you know, right now that I'm doing it and they're doing it. But anyway, they commented on how good this gym was and like the aesthetics of this game being in 3d are really cool. Just like the graphics are beyond like when this, when I played this and, and like envisioned my childhood through like a game boy advance, I was like, dude, this is everything I would have wanted at that point in time. And it's just, I don't know, it's a really, really gorgeous game. The, you know, being in 3D for being a 3DS and bringing, like, the Pokemon to, you know, bringing them to 3D, it just, it looks cool. You go into this gym and, you know, it looks like a, looks like an archaeologist place. You got some old Pokemon from fossils that are, like, giant and moving. You got, like, a cool display of stuff. And, yeah, there's all, all, all sorts of cool things in there. You fight a couple trainers. So I went in there and I was like, all right, I went in with only one Pokemon available for this po for this gym badge. So I fight my way in, which is, you know, no sweat. I got a shroomish grass type, super effective against rock type and ground type, which I guess makes sense because moss grows over rocks after time. I don't know. It's kind of weird, but I marched in there with my grass type, knocked out all the little cronies in the gym, made my way up to Roxanne and we had a big old battle. Good old-fashioned gym battle. And I crushed her. I uh, took out her Geodude in like two attacks. Her Ace Nose Pass came out, which is I think level 14. And I think I took it out with two or three hits. Uh, she threw a couple moves out to reduce my speed, but it was no match for my super awesome Mega Absorb. Or yeah, Mega Absorb. Mega Absorb. It's actually Mega Drain. Special type. Special attack move that drains health from your enemy and restores it to you because grass types are known for that so yeah i walked in i walked out with a gym badge in my hand and uh yeah and then some shenanigans happen so like you you roll in just a little kid little nerd you don't really know what you're doing you get your first pokemon you're going on your very own pokemon adventure right you get up to that very first gym you go in there you crush them and when you come out of the gym it's like none of that even happened because there's some shenanigans guy running down the street, same guy, presumably from the forest, which is a team aqua bandit or bandido or whatever. And he kind of like runs to the North of the city and then makes like a direct makes a direct left or yeah, right to the East to get the hell out of Dodge basically. And that guy's like, no, no, he stole my package. He stole my package. So, you know, being the total badass, you know, you just got your first gym badge, you got your Pokemon beside you, you're ready, you just march up there and you're like, hey, you know what, I don't care that I'm, you know, 10 years old, I'm going to get involved in adult business. Sir, you say you've been mugged, here, let me go retrieve your stolen goods for you, I am a child, he's probably a grown man, whatever, it's weird, you're standing here, you're afraid, let me take care of your business for you. So you take off, 
And there's a little route in between, you know, every, every little area in between cities and towns in this game are called routes. You go to this different route, and which I guess that's pretty obvious because I've already said, like, you know, route 101 or route 203. So scratch that. Don't, you know, don't listen to me like 10 seconds ago. Anyway, you make your way through this little area. You fight some more trainers, which I fought most of these trainers before I went to the gym badge to, you know, crush and get the stone badge. You make your way through this little area and eventually you'll come to like this cave you go in this cave and there's like a you th that little house that you passed on the beach side before Petalburg woods was mr briny's house and he's like he's a really cool npc because what you're about to do you know he, he kind of puts him at your almost at your will like you go in there you save so let, let's just start you get to the cave mr briny's standing there and he's like oh my god oh my god that guy stole my got that guy stole my pico and he's referring to his wingull. So you follow this guy into this cave and he's like standing off to the side and he's like, don't, don't you come any closer. And like, you just, and he like steps back and he just stands there. And his, the stolen Pokemon is, you know, pretty much right there on the ground, just kind of hanging out or flying. or I don't remember hovering, whatever it's doing. And you go to the step forward. And he's like, I'm warning you. And then he battles you and you crush him because if you're, like I said, you're all buffed up by now. You got these sweet, awesome Pokemon. You crush them. You get back. You know, you remug that guy. You beat. You beat up this man. You take back the stolen goods. You retrieve the stolen Pokemon. You go back out there. You give Mister Briny Pico back, and you know he probably in you know real life he's probably like having a stroke over his beloved Pokemon getting kidnapped. You, uh, you know, he, he takes off. He's like, oh, my God, oh, my God. You know, may, maybe you come see me. Come come to my house to see me. I think he said something like that. But uh, if he didn't, that's what uh, that's what I'm – that's what he wanted to tell you, if he didn't already tell you. But, no, uh, he heads off. You take the parcel back to that guy, which is working for a corporation in the Pokemon world known as the Devon Corp. They, uh, they make all the cool stuff. Devon Corp makes the – they're said to make the running shoes that you're wearing – they make the Pokenav thing that, you know, basically, I don't know. It's like how you get a hold of all the trainers, where your map is, and all that stuff. There's always variations of those between the games. Most of them are like a phone, some sort of communication thing, or whatever. So the guy from Devon Corp is like, oh, my God, you – I got mugged by an adult, and I stayed here, and you, you child, went and retrieved my stolen stuff. Let me take you to my boss. So he takes you to his boss, which I have a tough time, like – I would have a tough time trying to understand this if it like happened in real life. Like you're standing out there, you get mugged and then you take your boss like, Hey, I got the stuff back and I got mugged. And your boss is like, what you, you fucking got mugged, dude. What the, I thought I could trust you. And he's like, yeah, but I got saved. And like, here's like a fucking 10 year old. And he's like, huh? you know, this little kid saved me anyway. It's just kind of funny to think about, but it is also pretty cool because if you were a kid and did get to, you know, save somebody and get involved with your super awesome Pokemon team, I guess that would be pretty impressive and pretty badass, I guess. But no, you go back to his boss and he, he says a bunch of random shit about, you know, oh, I'm Devin Corp and I make this and I make that and I have a favor to ask you. Oh, I see, you know, you need to go here and deliver this letter. So, uh, yeah, at the end of today's episode and the first episode of the Ace Trainer Saga, we will end on that note and, uh, Come back next week, and we'll talk about where that letter goes and what exactly you have to do with it. But uh, it doesn't make much sense, I know. But uh, let me tell you, you're in for a good ride if you love Pokemon as much as I do. Maybe you don't even know 
how to play, what to play, what Pokemon is. Maybe this will be that like, hey, you know, maybe I should play. But uh, yeah, check out Pokemon Alpha Sapphire and Omega Ruby. Or check them out as Ruby and Sapphire on the uh, Game Boy Advance. I see that uh, I ran a little longer on this episode than I wanted. But uh, that's what happens when I get started about Pokemon. So this will be a weekly update. And as soon as this episode or while this episode drops, I will upload a trainer card to Rockhound Radio on Facebook. And you can get like a little idea of who's going to be on my team every week or who's on my team currently after defeating that gym battle. So yeah, we uh, y- you started this game as a little kid moving into a new house. And now you're in the boss's office with a very important letter on one hell of an adventure with your new Pokemon team. So hell yeah, I've been super excited to record stuff about Pokemon for a while now. And I'm looking forward to covering this game. So I hope you tune in next week, and uh, hell yeah, we're going to slide this in the middle of the week and have a little bit of like relief between Tuesday and Friday. You know, who knows what day it's going to be, but whatever day it is, it'd probably be like a Wednesday. We'll we'll go with Wednesday. But uh, yeah, that's all I got for this week, and uh, on to next week. Get out there. Get your grind on. We're going to be tackling the second gym next week. So until then, stay tuned in to Rockhound Radio. Get on Facebook. I have a YouTube channel now. I got one video uploaded. Woo! <laughs> uh, I'm going to get more uploaded. Don't worry. I'm just struggling. Not really struggling to find time. But, yeah, I'm too worried about recording and talking and playing about Pokemon. So, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see you later this week. Thanks for tuning in.